Hello and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please, enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to my AP Biology Thoughts podcast. My name is CJ and I'm your host for episode 102 called Unit 5, Heredity, Different Expression of Alleles. Today, we'll be discussing incomplete dominance, codominance, and multiple alleles. An introduction to expression of alleles. Alleles are what make us unique. They code us and make us appear the way we are. In simple biology, we learn about how genotype affects phenotype, and when we start off on this concept, we visualize a simple set of alleles. And when we first start to learn about alleles, we learn that dominant alleles override and affect the phenotype even if a recessive allele is present. Let's use earlobes as an example. We can say attached earlobes are recessive and loose are dominant. If an offspring has attached earlobes and both parents have unattached earlobes, we see a perfect example of simple inheritance. We would typically draw a Punnett square, however we cannot directly see what the genotype of the parents are, but we can assume that they are both heterozygous due to the nature of their offspring have, having homozygous recessive genes. When drawing out the Punnett square, we see that there is a 50-50 chance that the offspring will have attached earlobes. However, nothing is ever that simple. As you can see, the world around us, there are more than just two outcomes when it comes to anything living. In most cases, there are more than just two phenotypes. And the world is much more complicated than just dominant or recessive. That's where incomplete dominance, codominance, and multiple alleles come into play. They show us that there is much more to life than just capital and lowercase letters. To start off, incomplete dominance has the same number of alleles as a standard dominant and recessive genotype. The main difference is that heterozygous organisms no longer just express the dominant allele. They express a phenotype that is between homozygous dominant and homozygous recessive. Great example of this is some sort of flower. If there are three colors of flower, one red, one white, and one pink, the red can be determined as the dominant while white is recessive, making any flower with heterozygous alleles pink. This represents incomplete dominance. And just like incomplete dominance, codominance is only made up of a single set of alleles too. However, instead of the phenotype being somewhere in the middle, for codominance, the phenotype of heterozygous is a mix of the two, meaning the species is represented by a genotype of one dominant and one recessive. They are going to express both phenotypes in their own respective way. Now for when alleles get complicated. When there are multiple alleles, the same rules apply for the simple dominance where the heterozygous only express the dominant phenotype. However, there are alleles that influence the phenotype as well. Depending on the trait, there could be four or more alleles that determine what a species looks like. Just like eye color, where there are 16 different genes that determine what color outcome your eyes could be. And in theory, you could use a Punnett square to determine and predict the offspring phenotype, but that square would be substantially larger and more complicated as different letters are flying around. 
All in all, a variety of things can influence how species can look, and the different expression of alleles can alter those looks even more. But that's all there for a cause. All these alleles got there somehow, whether it be by natural selection or a random mutation that has the benefit of the doubt. But these alleles can show us whether a recessive trait is more fit for the environment than the other. All of that has a purpose. Everything happens for a reason, and looking at alleles, we can predict what the outcome could be. Thank you for listening for this episode of My AP Biology Thoughts Podcast. For more student-ran podcasts and digital content, make sure that you visit www.hvbsn.com. See ya!